welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for October 7. My name is John Mason. It's great you could join us. Most people grieve over the extremes of today's political divisions in a world that has left God out of the equation of life. The bitter hatred and vitriol stand in stark contrast to Jesus' words and actions. In his fourth beatitude recorded in Matthew chapter 5 verse 6, he says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Today I have a simple question. What is your ambition in life? I'll come back to this in a few minutes, but first let me read from Psalm 19, and then we will pray. Psalm 19 The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There's no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. And verses 7 through 9, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And verse 14, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock, and my Redeemer. Catherine Jacob will now lead us in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Andrew Pearson will now lead us in further prayer. A prayer for peace. God of the nations, whose kingdom rules over all, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Shed abroad your peace in the hearts of all people and banish from them the spirit that makes for conflict, so that all races and people may learn to live as members of one family and in obedience to your laws, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for everyone in need. O God, creator and preserver of all people, we humbly pray for all sorts and conditions of men and women, that you would be pleased to make your way known to them, your saving power among all nations. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are in any way afflicted or distressed with any kind of sickness or sorrow, anxiety or need. Lord, we particularly pray for your comfort for those who are grieved by the loss of loved ones at this time. We pray for the ongoing research into a vaccine and cure for COVID-19. We also pray for the many who are out of work. Give wisdom and compassion to leaders, enabling them to facilitate an effective economic recovery 
and so provide opportunity for work for everyone. Lord, we also pray for those who are in physical, mental, or emotional danger at this time. Father, may it please you to comfort and relieve them according to their needs, giving them patience in their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. All this we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Many people today grieve over the extremes of political division in a world that has turned away from God. The bitter hatred and vitriol stand in stark contrast to the words and actions of Jesus Christ, who came to earth to bring us to God. In his fourth beatitude, recorded in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, he says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Today I have a simple question. What do you really long for in life? Peace and happiness? Health and fitness? Success in your work or profession? Sufficient resources to enjoy a great lifestyle and check off the items on your bucket list? Having hopes and dreams is important, but we can be misguided in them. In Jesus' parable of the rich fool found in Luke chapter 12, he tells of a man who had enjoyed great success with his investments and wondered what he should do next. I know, the man said, I will do this. I'll pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. However, there's a chilling conclusion to the parable. But God said to him, You fool! This very night your life is being demanded of you. Fool! What a frightening epitaph! Hungering for wealth and success, the man had left God out of his life's plan. Over these weeks we are reflecting on Jesus' beatitudes or blessings that we read in his Sermon on the Mount. 
Through the centuries, Jesus' sermon has been regarded by countless numbers, including people whose belief is atheism, as one of the great speeches of all time. Well, let's consider his words. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Righteousness here refers to a pattern of life that reflects God's beauty and purity. When we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we long for a life of knowing God, loving and honouring Him with all of our being. Our society chases after money, possessions, fame and pleasure. But is everyone satisfied? Is everyone happy? Does everyone have enough of what they pursue? Where are blessing and happiness really to be found? Further on in this sermon, Jesus speaks about our need for food and clothing, material things. There he says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So where do we learn what righteousness looks like? Psalm 19 verse 7, the psalm I read from earlier, says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. The law in this psalm is not simply a reference to God's commandments, but rather to the breadth of God's mind and will for his people. These verses of Psalm 19 alert us to God's good and wise expectations, awakening us to the joy of knowing and loving God personally, trusting and honouring him. To get the essence of Jesus' words, we need to understand the emptiness of our lives without God. We might say we know God as creator of the universe. We may say we know Jesus as our Saviour and Lord. But do we really long for God, a personal relationship with Him? Psalm 1 tells us, Blessed is the man or the woman whose delight is in the law, the Word of God, who meditates on it day and night. We live in a sex-obsessed society. Yes, God invented sex. He gave us the freedom and the blessing to enjoy it. But in the way he prescribes, within a publicly committed and witnessed relationship between a man and a woman. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. What then does Jesus mean by being filled? Filled speaks of stomachs that are replete with food. Jesus is telling us that God will make his people who hunger and thirst for righteousness happy and satisfied. But there's a paradox. I enjoy a key lime pie and am satisfied when I'm eating some. However, I always want more. Eating one piece creates a desire for more. And that's a picture of what longing for righteousness looks like for God's people. We long for the day when we will see God and His perfection and goodness. Jesus Christ brings us satisfaction. We can experience joy and hope now. Yet we are dissatisfied. We long for righteousness in all its truth. 
we have a homesickness for heaven, where perfect righteousness will prevail. In the Good Night book, Richard Buse records John Stott's response to this question. What are you looking forward to more than anything else? John Stott replied, I think I can truthfully say that I look forward to being more like the Lord Jesus Christ in my character. That above everything else. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Almighty God, Creator of all things and giver of every good and perfect gift, hear with favour the prayers of your people, so that we who are justly punished for our offences may mercifully be delivered by your goodness, for the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Saviour, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, be with you, and remain with you always. Amen. People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, Andrew Pearson, the Dean and Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, Catherine Jacob, a member of the Cathedral Ministry Team, and music is from the Cathedral, under the direction of Dr. Frederick Teardew and Zachary Hicks. Prayers are drawn from an Australian Prayer Book, 1978, and the Bible readings are from the New Revised Standard Version. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.